TechShift is supported by North Park University, offering more than 40 undergraduate programs within an intercultural Christian setting on the north side of Chicago. More at northpark.edu. North Park University, lives of significance and service. I'm Nyla Boodoo. All week on TechShift, we've been talking about opportunities for kids to boost their, to boost their skills in STEM, the science, engineering, technology, and math over the summer. WBEZ digital producer and co-host of the Nerdette podcast, Trisha Bobita, is here with some ideas for how to keep, keep kids busy and learning after school lets out. Hey, Trisha. Hey, Nyla. So when we think about the opportunities that are out there for kids, there's a lot of fun things. We've been doing coding a lot this week, but we wanted to bring you in so we could kind of fill in all the other gaps when we think about STEM camps for kids. Yeah, branching out into more hands-on science and some of the other things that have to do with engineering as well, but a different kind of engineering. So not computer programming, but robotics and other things like that. And I have to say, I scoured the Chicagoland area and my one uh, thing that I was looking for was the stuff that I really would have wanted to do when I was 11. And by 11, I mean, I would still go gladly to these camps probably this summer if I had a chance. (laughs) I don't think they would let us, right? I don't know. Maybe I can find one that's for grownups. Well, when you say 11, uh, I had a conversation with my 12-year-old nephew, Marcus, about Minecraft because that's his big thing. And he's, you know, I talked to him about whether or not he's been in camps or not about this, but I thought we should play a little bit of a game like Minecraft, which, because there's so many camps about Minecraft out there. He's been actually, so he's 12, he's been doing Minecraft since he was 8. Mom thought it was just some, like, kind of violent game, but then when we first played it, I thought it was very cool and all that. Yeah, why do you think it's so cool? Like, you can create your own things. It, it, it It's not like you have to be a level or something. You can just do whatever you want. It is like digital Legos to me because it's just mostly anybody can play it. I have this um little friend. His name's Kai. He's five years old. He plays Minecraft right now. It just takes time if you want to make something very big. All the different kinds of Minecraft creators, they create these giant things. That it's unbelievable. So what's the longest amount of time you spent to build a world? I would say it would be my... um. I made a Star Wars The Clone Wars one. It's on my Kindle Fire, and it's, I'm going to try and get back to it as soon as I can during the summer, maybe. It, it's taken me, I think, about, I don't know, one month to build the first part of it, and then I'm going to add on to it sooner. Oh, you made a Star Wars world. That's what you made. Yeah. Okay, do you like naming the worlds? Yeah, because that mostly gives it the character and what you're gonna you're gonna do in it. Like I've made um a old time one. I made I named one the Revolutionary War and I built this little war between the um British and uh yeah, the colonies. Did you do that one because you were learning about it in school? Yes. So I think it might be fun, Trisha, to think about Minecraft. Actually, that is a STEM. People might say, why are you including this game in a STEM skills camp? Why would we include that? It's a hugely popular game right now for, as as your nephew was saying, kids as young as five and then all the way up through their teenage years. And so at any level of ability within Minecraft, there are camps that teach you to sort of make the game do more things. So to build worlds in the game of Minecraft, what you're doing are the 
the main skills of learning to program. You're building things, you're ordering things, you're learning to think critically and sort of ration resources to be able to make things and build worlds. And like he said in the clip, it's like digital Legos. So when you're on a road trip or you're uh, at home and you have an iPad or an iPhone or a computer at your disposal, you can have basically infinite Legos to build and engineer with in Minecraft. And what about more hands-on science options for kids also? So basically every one of your fill-in-the-blank cultural institutions in Chicago that has some sort of science connection does great programming in the summer for kids. So that includes a conservation camp at the Lincoln Park Zoo. That's Adler Planetarium has some camps that I really desperately want to go to if I was, you know, 11 or 12 years old. There's one where you get to actually send a balloon into near space and collect real data, do real science, and that sounds pretty exciting. Uh, There's ones at things like the Robot City Workshop, which is right, um, uh, right off the Belmont stop of the Red Line, so right in the city, where you can do just day-long workshops. So a lot of these bigger camps, right, are a little costly. It might be an overnight camp or one or two weeks, but there are also one-day workshops at like the Chicago Botanic Gardens or Robot City Workshop around the city where you can just pick a random weekday in the summer and go learn something about getting your hands dirty in the garden or building a robot. Right, because I think for some kids, it's an interesting thing for parents because some kids already are into Minecraft and want to go to a camp like that. But then I wonder what you think about with encouraging kids who maybe don't want to do that, but you would want them to learn more of these skills. I think that the key is to figure out how to bring the science and the engineering out of the things they already love. So, And you can do this in a way that's active and feels like summer. So uh, there was a, a Geek Dad blogger whose suggestion was, Whatever the game is that your kids love, the video game that they ha- you have to rip the iPad away from them to get them to stop playing, create a real-life version of it in your backyard or in the park where you're using maybe some hula hoops and a couple of you know obstacles to make a course and then talk through some of the physics and science behind getting to actually bring the game to life a little bit. I would say don't do this with angry birds, though. Don't be taking any <laughs> real birds and flinging them at any real and trying pigs. to do a catapult. <laughs> right, exactly. But there are plenty of games that have physics at their core or other types of science at their core. And so you can bring those to life for your kids over the summer without having to spend money at a camp. And if you are going to spend money, where do you think the best resources are for figuring out my Minecraft camp? Or you mentioned a couple of the museums and things like that. I think the ID Tech camps and the uh, University of Chicago has the Digital Media Academy. These are the longer ones and for slightly older kids. But if you really want your you know, tween or teenager to be getting some skills when it comes to building with Minecraft or video game design. They have excellent programs there from beginning to advanced. So you might even be able to send them several summers in a row and really watch them grow over that time. Those are a little pricier. And I think the ones that are going to be the most accessible shorter term are the ones that are from the zoo and from the planetarium, where it's a day camp model more likely. And you're going to get a lot of great programming in a really fun environment and then be able to touch back with that institution throughout the year if you wanted to and go back. And now you have a really fun connection to the planetarium or the zoo. Some great resources for STEM learning for kids this summer. That's the co-host of the Nerdette podcast, Trisha Bobita. Thanks, Trisha. Thanks, Nyla.